Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. The Pharisees are upset with Jesus because they don't believe that he's making, he's keeping the Sabbath holy. And what is, you know, the Ten Commandments. The first commandment is you shall have no other gods besides me. We are not idol worshipers. We are worshipers of the one true God. The second commandment is to not keep, to not say God's name in vain. That means when we say something like, oh my God, it's wrong to say that. And then the third commandment is to keep the Sabbath holy. The Pharisees are very upset with Jesus and they, they feel like he's not keeping the Sabbath holy. As a matter of fact, they had 39 laws or 39 things that you could not do. And Jesus and his disciples, they did one of them. That was harvesting. They were plucking grain and they were eating and that was a form of harvest. We know that in the time of Jesus, the Pharisees focused so much on the outside and not upon the heart. And Jesus wants to bring back the spirit of the Sabbath and not just the external law. We know that things that we do on the outside are important. Why do we kneel? Why do we stand? Why do we pray externally? Because it's important. But what we do externally should be a reflection of who we are inside. And the Pharisees were only considering the external. So I want you to affirm this with me. Say this. What we do externally should be a representation of what we do internally. Our inside, no, you don't have to repeat after me again. Our inside and our outside should match. If our hearts are on fire with Jesus, but we're not doing anything about it, then what's it for? And how true is it really? But if we're just doing the external and our hearts are lukewarm, then there's no point either. It has to be both. Jesus says to them, the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. What that means is that He created the Sabbath. That the Son of Man gives meaning to the Sabbath. And so Jesus wants to communicate what the Sabbath is supposed to be about. This is how we keep it holy. And so he says, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Say that with me. It is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. And so what's the Sabbath for? Let's get back to the beginning, the whole purpose of what the Sabbath, or for us Christians, Sunday is for. You might be hearing the word Sabbath and you're like, what is Father John talking about? What does Sabbath mean? Sabbath is a day of rest. How many days did it take God to create the world? Six days. And on the seventh day, God rested and he made it a Sabbath day, a day of rest. And so in Exodus chapter 20, Moses receives the Ten Commandments from God and it says, Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. In the 17th century, a Jewish rabbi commented on the Sabbath and he said that God instituted the Sabbath day because he wanted a day to be with his children. God, as a good father, wanted to be with his children. Parents, you know this very well. 
especially those who work very hard, that sometimes there's not enough time to be with your kids. Six days you work, but there has to be a day to be with your kids. And that's why God wanted that. God dedicated a day, a full day. You know how sometimes we say, you come to Mass and we say, God just wants one hour, right? God wants one hour. Give God one hour out of all the hours in the whole week. Yatni, that's not really true. God wants a whole day. Sunday, the Sabbath, is a day dedicated to, say it with me, God. Sunday is dedicated to God. In the book of Isaiah, the prophet says that the Sabbath is to be a day of delight. And so let's talk about how to keep the Sabbath holy. First thing is, what does it mean to be holy? To be holy is to be set apart. That means there are six days in the week, but really the seventh day is a different day. Sunday is not like every other day. It's to be separate and set apart for God. The two purposes of the Sabbath, of Sunday, worship and rest. And so, the first thing. It's good to see the church a little more full. Praise God. Amen? Amen. I, want it to see, I want to see it more full. I want, to, I want to see just, I don't even want there to be space to move, right? But this is, this is what we got. The first thing I want us to say is, I want to say is, the first way to keep the Sabbath holy is coming to Mass. Sounds very, very simple. But simply showing up to Mass, you're keeping the Sabbath holy. Worship is the first thing we do. And as we show up to Mass, we start building a habit within ourselves of every single Sunday we go to Mass. And it's like, after a while, you're like, I have to go to Mass. It's part of what I do. It's part of my Sunday. And if we don't build that habit, particularly as children, then later on, I always ask myself, why don't people come to Mass? I think they understand how beautiful it is. And I think they get like, when they come to Mass, they feel better. They know they gave their duty to God. They know they prayed. It's great. Why don't they come? And I really believe it's because we haven't developed a habit as children. I think when kids go to Mass from a young age and then when they keep going, they build up that habit, they'll go for the rest of their lives. So come to Mass. For those who Mass is a habit, though, there's a danger to that. Jesus talks about lukewarmness, that we can, even in Mass, we can't even, we're not even here. Even though we're sitting here on the external, our hearts are not here. And so, if Mass is a habit for you, when you're in Mass, be in Mass. That means if you need a cup of coffee, I always say two things. Coffee and the Holy Spirit. That's all I need, honestly. Coffee and the Holy Spirit, and I'm just like, alright, let's go. Let's, I'm ready for the day. Let's attack the day. And so, just like Mass, if Mass is a habit, and it just doesn't, like, eh, eh. It's not all about feelings, don't get me wrong. Be here. But hey, when you're here, full active participation in the Mass. All right, the third is rest. So we should not perform excessive work on Sunday. The Catechism of the Catholic Church says, On Sundays and other holy days of obligation, the faithful, this is an obligation by the way, 
The faithful are to refrain from engaging in work or activities that hinder the worship owed to God, the joy proper to the Lord's day. Family needs or important social service can legitimately excuse you, though. So there are certain necessary jobs that you have to do. For example, for me on Sunday, I'm really not resting. God has told me you should rest, but I have a duty, and so it's not a restful day for me. Like a doctor, a doctor can't take a day off on Sunday if he has to work. But is shopping necessary? Is yard work necessary? Are errands necessary? But what if, what if a family really needs money? What if they have to work no matter what to provide for their family? I would challenge you to try to move your schedule. I would challenge you to try to make a way in which you don't work on Sunday. Work on Sunday should not be like a normal thing. Monday through Saturday, there's work. Sunday, God's day. But what if I have to? What if I can't? There's no way. There's no way possible. That doesn't mean you miss Mass. Okay? If you have to work, no matter what, I can't get out of it. I tried. That doesn't excuse you from Mass. And thank God our church provides a lot of opportunity for Mass. Not just St. Joseph, but other churches all around. You might ask, well, then if I'm not going to work, if I'm not going to do errands, if I'm not going to shop, if I'm not going to clean, what do I do then? What do I do on Sunday? Rest. How hard is it to rest nowadays? Breathe. Sit with your family. Father, it's awkward when we sit together. What do we say to each other? You know, I love awkward silences because usually there's only one of them. The beginning might be difficult, but the more you live that way, your family will start to change. You'll say, wow, I actually enjoy being with you. I want to be with you. After this homily, you might come up to me and say, hey, Father John, can I do this on Sunday? Can I do this on Sunday? Can I do this? For those scrupulous people that are constantly overthinking, is this a sin? Is this a sin? Don't be like a Pharisee who only focused on the external and was like, this is wrong and this is wrong. What I'm speaking about is the spirit of the Sabbath. Jesus is talking about the spirit of what Sunday is supposed to be. And so the main question is, is your Sunday about God or not? Is Sunday a day set apart for God or not? The main point we need to understand is that Sunday is not just an ordinary day of the week. Sunday is the Lord's day. It is a day special to him. So ways in which our community is not following the Sabbath, simply not coming to Mass. I would say probably 15% of the community goes to Mass on Sunday. Our community works too much. We don't know how to rest. Sunday has become more about football and fantasy football than about coming to Mass. Or Sunday is about weddings and parties, where if I go to the wedding ceremony, it's like coming to Mass. No, it's not. I did my duty. No, if you had a 7 a.m. haircut appointment or a salon appointment, you can still come to Mass. You might look beautifully done up, but still, come to Mass and give honor and worship to Jesus. There is no excuse for not coming to Mass. 
Sunday is God's day, and so we should act like it. Some people might say, why not just pray at home? I can pray at home. I don't have to come to Mass. St. John Chrysostom said, you cannot pray at home as you can at church. Where at church, there is a great multitude. Look at all these people. We don't know each other, but we're of the same mind. We're doing the same thing. We're worshiping God together as a community. You cannot do that in your house. When you worship God in your house, you're by yourself with God, you and him. That's beautiful. That's a personal relationship. Praise God. But we cannot miss the community aspect of Mass. When you come together on Sunday... We worship together. All right, I wasn't going to plan on doing this, but can you just turn to the left and the right? Can you just say your name? What's your name? Just say your name to each other. If you're falling asleep, it's okay. <laughs> All right, if, if you didn't say your name to someone, come on, family. Say your name to each other. That someone's name you don't know. If you were praying in your, in your house, you would have never known their name. You would have never gotten to feel their faith. There is something special about praying together. That was the only time when Abuna speaks, you speak, okay? Ah, start paying attention. <laughs> I love you guys. All right, last thing. I'll keep it kind of short. There are four ways in which we experience Jesus, that we have an encounter with Jesus. These are four beautiful ways. The first is the body of Christ. The believers, the church, we are in the season of the church. The church is his body. And so you are all, and I am the church, and we experience God through each other. That's one. The second is the word of God, the scriptures. When you read God's, when you read God's word, you read Jesus. You experience Jesus by reading the Bible. The third is the priest. I am in God. Humbly, I say, in persona Christi. You experience Jesus through the priest and the fourth. Tell me the fourth way. The body of Christ, the, the word of God, the priest, and the Eucharist. The body, the substantial body of Jesus. When you receive the Eucharist, you receive Jesus in his substantial body. That's who he is. Every single one of those ways is in the Mass. The church, the word of God, the priest, the Eucharist. You cannot do that at home. Only at Mass do you do that. And so when you, come to, when you come to Mass every Sunday, just recognize that you come to encounter Jesus through each other, through the word, through the priest, and through his body. And so let's continue to do that as a community. Let's continue to... Bring back Sunday and bring it back to what its main purpose is. Worship and rest all for Jesus. Amen.